If you are around our age, which is mid-30s, maybe even into your 40s, you are familiar with a thing that we used to call MTV. Back in the 80s, MTV used to play music videos. Big J, do you remember this time? Yeah. It was fun. And uh, they had original VJs on there. One of them was named Nina Blackwood, and she's got a book out. Talk to her about that. She's on the phone with us right now. Good morning, Nina. Good morning. Is this Big J? It's Nick, but that's all right. I've been called worse. Okay, I don't. I, I just have. I don't know whose voice matches what name. <laughs> I'm, I'm, Hello, I'm big, Nick. I'm Big J, Nina. It's nice to talk to you. Hello, Big J. And uh, we appreciate you getting up early and chatting with us. It's uh, I, I imagine, you know, we, we talk a little bit about uh, MTV and its its formative years, and you were there from the very beginning, and you guys uh, yes. uh, kind of worked together on, on a book recently. What was it like to, to kind of conjure up those memories again and kind of get things started? Um, good question. Um, it was, for me, and <clears throat> my fellow VJs always laugh when I describe it this way, but it's the only way I can describe it. Trippy. It was very trippy to me because... Uh, I was very intensely thrown back to those days in my mind. So even though my body, and I was functioning, I live in Maine now, by the way, was in Maine, when I'd be laying in my bed at night, my thoughts were I was right back in New York in my little green apartment reliving those memories. So it was an interesting experience, and it was... um, it was a great experience because, uh, first of all, you know, having the opportunity to uh, write about something that was significant in your life is, is, is wonderful. I mean, it's a once-in-a-lifetime thing. So um, it was pretty special and pretty unique. You know, uh, when uh, when you're in the in, in, in the building parts of a career like you were early in those days, and being a VJ, you know, did you did you realize the the gravity of what was going on, or, or were you just living in the moment and enjoying it? I don't think at the beginning when it launched in '81 that anybody, uh, you know, including you know Pittman and John Lack, who actually developed the channel, I don't think anybody knew that it would be as successful as it became. Uh, so it was, you know, pretty much taking a chance. Uh, we, we were all, you know, like holding a breath and hoping that it would take off. And then little by little, um, you know, our fan mail would increase. And then when they'd send us out on personal appearances, we weren't in New York at the beginning, I may add. Uh, New York didn't even have cable <laughs> in some areas. So, uh, and we all lived in New York, and that's where MTV was. But when they'd send us out, like to, for instance, uh, San Antonio, Texas, I remember getting to this uh, shopping uh, mall for personal appearance, and I see this line wrapped around, you know, the whole, all the buildings. And I go, well, you know, who's here today? And they said, you. And it was like, (laughs) drive around some more. I, I go, are you kidding? I mean, hundreds of people had showed up. So, you know, it was like, wow. And then when we hit New York, uh, you know, I'd be I'd be flagging a cab, and like cops one time gave me a ride up, you know, uptown, and you know, firemen actually, I had firemen on their on their fire uh, fire engines waving, "Hey, Nina, how you doing?" <laughs> so it was pretty cool. When when uh, when they first kind of. I guess uh, dropped the uh, the release that this thing was going to happen, that MTV was a reality, and, and you knew it was something that you wanted. Was it was it a tough gig to get? I mean, they only went with five people at the very beginning, so it had to be right. Well, you know, I, I was I was out in Los Angeles um, among other doing other things. Um, I I was working on three different projects that were kind of pilot situations of me functioning as a host, which would later be 
uh, termed a VJ. And uh, so, uh, you know, I kind of felt I'm usually not talking when they auditioned me a couple of times. I thought, you know, if they don't hire me, I don't know who they're looking for. And this is very uncharacteristic. I, I, I usually say, hire that person, not me, you know. But I just felt how many other people were doing this in 1981. Um, so um, to answer your question whether it was a hard gig or not, I know they looked at a lot of people, but there really weren't a lot of people already doing what MTV would be. You know, uh, Nina, we, we, we've talked a little bit about your, your passion for the music. It's obviously clearly still there. You love everything about it. But, you know, uh, looking back, do you feel like MTV was, uh, clearly it was a blessing as far as the career goes, but do you feel like maybe as, as things went on, it kind of pigeonholed you into this kind of music-only person, or it, it was that not the case at all? Um, yeah, well, it was a double-edged sword, and uh, music was always my number one passion uh, since a little girl. It was kind of a dual uh, thing. You know, I, I, I started with music at four, and then I also started acting when I was a little girl. So I always loved both of those. Um, and when I went to MTV, I, you know, I was just getting my foot in the door in quote-unquote Hollywood, starting to get uh, parts here and there, and I was studying at uh, Strasbourg and... Whatever, and when I was finished with MTV, I went. I, I did go to um, other uh, reporter jobs, like with ET and Solid Gold and whatever. But I still wanted to do some acting. I still, you know. But all of a sudden, then, you know, the parts that I'm getting sent out were, uh, for were reporter, you know. And I'm going, well, why am I doing that? I can actually. I, I'm a real reporter, and I also just MTV was so immediate the way that we worked. I found myself being really bored on, like, TV and um, movie uh, sets. Like, there's all that waiting around. There's all this make, you know, all this blah, 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 blah. You know, between those two things, it was fine that I went more to the music avenue. But, um, you know, when I started out acting, I, I figured I would, I, I was a serious actress. I wasn't trying to be, like, sitcom girl. Right. You know, I figured nobody's going to hire me for Joan of Arc. <laughs> you know, come on, you know. I ain't going to be doing Tennessee Williams. <sighs> so the actual stuff that I would have wanted to do, uh, yeah, you know, come on. They're not going to hire the blonde rock and roller for that. But that's, it's fine. I actually, there's only one part I ever want to play, and that's Masha in The Seagull, which I think that I could do. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a perfect role. I always, I'm always practicing my Russian accent. One of these days, I might be on stage. But you know, I, I, I always loved radio. I love music, and you know, there, where else can you talk about music but on the radio? So I'm, I'm, I have no complaints. Thank, I'm, I'm grateful. I really am. Well, uh, VJ, The Unplugged Adventures of MTV's First Wave. It's a book that brought back a lot of memories for you as you guys were writing it. And, and until you're going over it, it's it's great because, you know, we grew up with it. And, um, you know, it's it's so generational and great. So we appreciate it. Well, thank you so much. And I appreciate speaking with you very, very much. Thank you. Cool, Nina. You take care of yourself, all right? You guys, too. Ex-workforce traffic. Nina Blackwood. Check out the book. MTV used to play things called music videos. Should tell you all about it. Good old days. Now it's all teen pregnancy and 
fake tans, Big J. It's off. I don't even. I don't even allow the kids to watch MTV. I can't remember the last time I watched anything on MTV, award show or otherwise. Don't allow your kids to watch it. It's trash. Sorry to say, ruin their lives eventually. 